0: Okay,
1: I lied, three, but they're all under your American Shows heading. <laughs> so I feel like so, like you are just this worldly TV watcher of Italian shows and Korean dramas. Like, what got you into these shows? And tell me about them. I want to know. My shows are really
0: random, aren't they, compared to yours? <laughs> I feel yeah, like- I feel like mine I- are so mainstream. <laughs> okay but that's good we've got very different um we're watching different things and that's the whole point of sharing our recommendations because very we might, true you know, watch something that we've we've never seen before i recognize a few of yours but i've also looked at, looking at your list i don't recognize probably half of them
1: oh wow okay yeah, yeah. then this is good okay i want to hear about your korean dramas what okay. how on earth did you get into
0: korean <laughs> drama <laughs> Well, okay, the way it started was oh, you might be looking for something to watch, and I think Omar and I will watch.
1: Hey, friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe Sydney, Australia, and Puerto Rico, to be exact, and we're so
0: excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate, and I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with us. Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that, one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because
1: that's what real friends do. They provide love, support, and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation, and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Kate. How are you? All the better for seeing you this morning. Oh, ditto, girl. It's been, I kind of feel like we say this all the time, but it has been
0: a while since our last chat. (laughs) I feel like we want to be talking every single day. We don't talk every day, though, but yeah, Yeah. it does does feel like, yeah, a while in
1: between. We had a, a little bit of an Easter break. I was hosting a ton of people here in Puerto Rico, and you've been a little busy bee as well.
0: That's right. So we actually have had a week break. We did have our little Easter break. Yeah. So, okay. So to be fair, it's not just it my, mor- my morning brain. <laughs> Normally it could be my morning brain at 6.30, but it's not. It has been a week. And yeah, we've both been like pretty stretched, right? You've been... Full on. You've hosted, what, 25 people in your house? Oh, my gosh. That's what it felt like.
1: (laughs) But in the most amazing way, we actually squeezed 10 people in here, so 12, including myself and John, 13 with Gus because what? he is basically a little human um <laughs> taking up space and eating all the food um but yeah we had an absolute blast it was such an awesome week i turned 40 i can't believe it <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> thank you this was like such a i don't know i remember being younger and being like oh my gosh 40 like that's so far away and that's so much older than i am right now but
0: like now i'm like 40 this is amazing i feel great hey hey, hey. just 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 watch yourself there right i'm already well into my 40s so you would never know it you would never know it (laughs) no but welcome to an amazing decade you know it's a great one welcome to the club yeah thank you
1: i'm excited to be here (laughs) So last time we chatted, you were kind of working on the uh, time change. Do you feel like you've adjusted and like you're in your new flow now?
0: Meanwhile, in Sydney, Nicole <laughs> has had doozies of weeks A doozy of a week at least. Um, Uh Last week feels like a blur, but um, yeah, this week so far, it's been pretty hectic. Yeah, we've adjusted to the time change. (laughs) And, you know, I feel pretty proud of myself this week because I have done, I got up in the dark in the morning, three consecutive mornings and hit a a. 6am, 6.30 yoga class. So I've been, yeah, I've been feeling like I've started my days well which is good that feels good. that's fantastic and the rest of the day don't ask me about the rest of the day <laughs> <laughs> a blur okay. but um yeah no it, it makes such a difference you know like knowing that it's just been one of those weeks where just all this extra stuff has piled onto my to-do list and it feels like i have to do everything it's just you know you get those crazy weeks right you know, getting that early start and just getting my yoga out of the way, not out of the way, but just getting that nice start to the morning feels really, really good. So.
1: I'm such a huge fan of that because otherwise you never know where the day's going to take you. Mm-hmm. And then more often than not, if it is a crazy day, it's six o'clock and you haven't worked out yet and you definitely don't feel like doing it then. And then there you go. So I'm with you. I love morning workouts. Yeah. yeah I don't want to take that
0: space in your brain, right? Where you just keep mm, thinking about it throughout keep thinking the day about it. Yeah. yeah. So it's like wasted energy.
1: So yep, yeah, that's me. But here we are. Okay. So I feel like for you, especially, I feel like I kind of just had this week, but have you heard that term Netflix and chill? Like, what should we do this Friday? Ooh, let's Netflix and chill.
0: Yes. And I thought it had one meaning, but I think it has another meaning. Oh, am I talking dirty right now? I think, so. <laughs> I oh, think, no. you, I think you might be. I didn't mean to. I didn't know about the other meaning. Well, no, that's good. I think we could be educating listeners. <laughs> My understanding was that it was literally watching Netflix and Chilling as in relaxing. But I think yeah. that chill is oh. subtext, innuendo. I don't know how to describe it. A little extracurricular mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. going on.
1: I think okay. so. I was thinking of it <laughs> the same way as you, as actually chilling. <laughs> okay well my segue kind of took us down a little bit of a sidetrack however my whole point was to get us into the topic of today's episode which is about some of our favorite tv shows that we're watching right now so that was my attempt (laughs) don't get too excited people (laughs) (laughs) we are actually talking about netflixing and watching netflix literally watching netflix (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Nicole, I don't really remember exactly how we came up on this topic, but I know we've been kind of chatting about it for a while. I think maybe it was after we recorded our episode on our favorite books, because I know both of us like really enjoyed talking about that. And after that episode, I was like, this is amazing. I have a whole list of books to read now based on your recommendations. That was episode 77. If anyone tuning in is interested in checking it out. Um, But in any case, we both know that, again, the best recommendations, whether it be for a restaurant or a book or a podcast or a TV show, they come from friends. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think, too, that um, I agree. Like the best recommendations will often come from friends. And I find myself when I'm catching up with friends regularly in person that we will share Mm -hmm. what we're watching and all of that and i think with you and i because we're not catching up every single day um and then when we do catch up we're having these you know bigger conversations we don't get to kind of discuss some of these smaller little everyday kind of topics and details so i think it it is really fun um to be able to have this opportunity so i think this is why we're
1: doing this. Yeah, for sure. So you came up with a great idea that before we dive into kind of talking about the shows that we love right now, that maybe we kind of do like a little TV trivia. Because as you said, like, I don't think you and I've ever had this conversation before. So you came up with a great set of questions that we could share. And that first one is, have you always been a TV person? Well, you just answered it, right? You said you've always liked TV. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like TV and I don't say that in like, I've never been a person that I maybe watch like an hour of TV a day max and some days not at all. Right. But I feel like that's been pretty consistent throughout my life. I like TV.
0: okay. I have not always been a TV person. However... Having said that, when we were doing prep for this episode and I was listing all the TV shows I'd watched recently, I was like, oh, wow, I have watched actually quite a fair bit of TV. (laughs) So I might have a bit of a misconception. But as a kid, I definitely would have watched a lot more TV. Okay. As a teenager, less and definitely less. I remember distinctly like during college years, not watching as much TV. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, when I did move overseas like when i left sydney and i went to um well first i went to japan then dubai i remember from 2006 onwards this is a little piece of trivia i've never had free to air tv at home wait what does that mean oh okay free to air so okay so i think well this is a bit of a difference between i think australia and the u.s right you've always had like cable tv right you've had oh yeah okay Uh uh-huh well growing up here in the 80s and the 90s we didn't have that setup we had free to air tv so just channels that were free for everyone for everyone okay and i mean growing up in the 80s i remember just five channels like we didn't have that many channels yeah okay i remember a time like that too yeah okay so you haven't always grown up with like cable tv and paid channels and all of that right
1: yeah like i definitely remember a tv where i was like clicking the knob and yeah there were like maybe five different channels it was like cbs okay. BBC, you know like and you could like adjust the antenna and top of the tv to like try and catch the signal <laughs>
0: kate's turned 40 so she remembers the time i'm in the club I'm <laughs> in the club My gosh, the antenna on top of the TV. Yes, we did have that in the 80s. All to say that I don't think we had, I grew up with as much of a selection though in general compared to what you, yeah, I think in the States you guys had. So I've been a little bit like not a hardcore TV person. If I'm going to just answer that question directly.
1: Okay, so your next question was around like whether there were rules around TV growing up. So, I mean, were were there, was your mom like, you can only watch 30 minutes and then you're done?
0: So, yeah, coming home from school, I don't, there were no rules about like how much TV we could watch. We'd have to obviously do our homework. That was one of the rules. But one of the distinct rules that I remember is that we would never watch TV if we were eating. Like we were never allowed to eat Mm -hmm. in front of the TV. Mm Mm-hmm. But as a family, though, we did sit down and watch TV after dinner and in the evenings.
1: OK. What yeah, about you? I'm trying to remember if there were actual rules around it or like my parents did have a lot of rules in the house that, of course, now I'm very grateful for. I don't really know that TV was one of them. I guess like you, when we were eating dinner, we didn't watch TV. I think that's also just the nature of like when we were growing up we were so involved in so many other things, you know, Mm. we played sports all the time. And again, my parents, you know, both worked full time jobs. So we were just like out and about a lot too. So Mm. I don't really necessarily Mm. think like other than those kind of random summer days when I would just like watch TV all day, there weren't really like a ton of opportunities to do that because we were just busy.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm remembering school holidays, when we didn't the opposite though when we didn't have a lot to do then my brother and i would be home we would watch a lot of tv when his mom and dad were at work so (laughs) there was no one to (laughs) yeah
1: well and it's interesting too that you talk about like the free to air free to to air air. yeah Yeah. Uh because now it's like i feel like we're kind of reverting back to that like i don't Mm -hmm. even remember the last time we had cable we don't have cable we don't even have i don't even think free channels exist anymore i don't know if they do in australia but like now in the states i think if you want any channel like you have to have a cable package but we just have all the different apps like we have a fire stick from Mm -hmm. amazon and so we have a hulu and a netflix and you know amazon prime and we just watch our shows that way do you have cable now
0: well, we have apps. Yeah. We've got, uh, cause we've got smart TVs now, but I'm thinking like my mum, for example, who has a smart TV, but she doesn't connect to the apps. She watches just the free channels.
1: Oh, so you do still have free channels. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Let's bring it to present your third question, which is how do you make time for TV now?
0: Yeah, I have an appreciation now for TV. I think um on demand and Netflix, and I do think TV has become more sophisticated. Like I think the shows are so much better than when we were growing up. Mm. I mean there are some great shows for sure, but in general, I think you know the quality of TV you can be selective, right? So you're obviously just choosing what you want to see. And the way we make time for it is really just in the evenings. Like I'm, I'm not a weekend TV person. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be just a way to unwind in the evenings with Omar after dinner. And again, like you, you said like it might not be every day. So if we are in the season of watching a show, then we'd probably watch more TV that week. But if we're not, or we're in between, then yeah, we might skip a few nights and not watching, yeah. not watching
1: tv so that's carried over for you from childhood you still eat dinner no tv
0: while you're eating yeah. and then yeah. you watch a show after yep except for this week so there was one evening this week because it's been a doozy of the week as i've mentioned mm-hmm. and i think we were a little bit behind and we started to eat a little bit later than normal So I was like, TV dinner tonight. I'm like, oh, okay." (laughs) And that is such (laughs) a a rare thing. What a treat, right? It's such a rare thing for for us to do. Uh, But yeah, we sat and watched TV and ate dinner. So I broke that rule.
1: (laughs) Yeah, John and I do that all the time. Like we eat dinner and watch TV. Uh, Uh, I'll admit it. (laughs) It just seems
0: like such a, I don't know, kill two birds with one stone. That's what I was going (laughs) to say. I I feel like it's an efficiency thing for you guys. (laughs) Productivity efficiency.
1: Um, All right. Well, let's dive into some of our favorites. I'm so excited to hear about what you're watching, especially because when I was looking at your list, I only recognize one of the show, (laughs) actually two of the shows that you've included And okay, I lied three, but they're all under your American shows (laughs) heading. So I feel like so like you are just this worldly TV watcher of Italian shows and Korean dramas. Like what got you into these shows? And tell me about them. I want to know
0: my shows are really random aren't they compared to yours (laughs) yeah i feel like mine are are so mainstream (laughs) okay but that's good we've got very different um we're watching different things and that's the whole point of sharing our recommendations because very true watch something that we've we've never seen before i recognize a few of yours but i've also looked looking at your list i don't recognize probably half of them
1: oh wow okay yeah Yeah. then this is good okay i want to hear about your korean dramas what, okay. How on earth did you get into Korean drama?
0: <laughs> well, okay. The way it started was, oh, you might be looking for something to watch. And I think Omar and I were doing that one evening where we didn't have a show that we were watching. And so we're trying to find the next pick. And one of the, the shows that was kind of trending at the time was Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Okay. And so to me, I looked at the description and I thought, okay, well, this actually seems interesting and that was my gateway into k-drama
1: and then it then it was just a
0: snowball down (laughs) right so we ended up i remember that night we watched the first episode i thought it was a really great show so just explain what the premise of the show is the main character woo young woo she's a young lawyer and she's got asperger's okay she's on the spectrum she's she's very intelligent she's got a very high iq and this really impressive memory and and it's basically a legal drama so she works for in a law firm and she takes all these cases with with her team and i just really got hooked i thought the characters were interesting i liked the storylines it's really heartwarming it's very sweet there's you know a romantic storyline as well Omar was like, okay, I don't think this is like for me. So I ended up watching this show on my own and catching up. With okay. Them. Yeah. And then because the hairstylist that I go to is Korean, so I was talking to him about watching this show and then he gave me the next recommendation. Ah. Oh. So so that's how I got into K-drama.
1: Okay. Is this like a voiceover in English or are you closed captioning
0: this? So I'm, yeah, listening to it in original in Korean and close captioning. Oh, catchy. wow. So I did, I did, this is a funny thing, right? You can switch and turn on the English dubbing because some shows are dubbed. Yeah. And I was like, I listened to a little bit of it because some of the very fast paced scenes where they're talking legal speak and they're discussing the case goes a bit quick. And I have to sometimes rewind and, and listen back to like, wait, I missed that. And so one day I did switch to English and I was like, oh no i can't do this this is weird yeah the re- dubbing though, is bad well i i don't think in this case it was bad like sometimes it can be really bad i thought it was actually pretty good because i'd been watching already a fair few episodes and you know yeah. kind of got the voices of the characters and the way they spoke but then again i don't know like i don't this is my right. first like kind of exposure but then i was like no i can't do this this is weird <laughs>
1: Well, that's a, so that and that's kind of what i'm like not bad as in like they don't do a good job but it just i just don't feel like it translates well mm-hmm. because it's not in like the inflection and like the i don't know it's just not the same like i have a really really
0: hard time watching dub shows i usually can't do it yeah yeah i can't do it either even though i, I probably think you might get more of Like you're going to lose some of the content through the captioning for sure. But it's okay. I'll take it. Because you get more of the experience of the show. Like you're really immersed. And
1: what what was the next recommendation for Korean drama after that?
0: All right. So then I got into this show called The Glory, which had me riveted like right from the beginning. But I know, I think we have talked about this before. I don't do very dark and disturbing shows. Mm. I normally like to keep it light. And so this show is definitely way more disturbing than I could normally handle. It's a revenge story. So the premise is this young woman who was bullied during school and she decided to drop out, but the bullying was so severe and basically what she wants to do is seek revenge on those Mm -hmm. who bullied her so it's a revenge story and she becomes a primary school teacher and yeah she goes after all the people who tormented her but let's hear some of your shows because the first show you've got listed i don't know what that show is
1: oh poker face yeah what's that so this is much like you were talking about when you discovered uh the korean drama the extraordinary attorney woo john and i had just like finished the show that we were watching we didn't have anything to watch and so we were just kind of like looking and it came up and the main character i don't know if you watched the show orange is the new black i know about it but i never watched it okay did you one of i did yeah (laughs) <laughs> that was a pretty intense show but i think actually that was one of them where like towards the end of it i kind of was like i don't really feel like i can watch this anymore like it was just a little too intense for me because yes like you said we've both chatted about this like there are certain shows where i get to a point and i'm like okay i'm just not like really feeling this energy anymore. Mm. <laughs> But um Natasha Leone is was one of the characters in Orange is the New Black. And I really liked her like she was a great character and she's the main character in Poker Face. So John and I both thought, like, we like this girl a lot. Like, let's give it a go. It's turned out to be a very unique, like mm. the writing of it even the way that it's set up like it's following her story but every single episode involves completely different characters she's oh. in a completely different area in each of the or like town or city in each of the episodes so it's different and we're just a few episodes in i think we've maybe watched like 4 But we're enjoying it. It's kind of like a suspense drama. Mm -hmm. Does it leave you with a cliffhanger that you want to keep going to the next episode? Yes and no. So each episode, because they involve totally different characters, there is conclusion to like what that episode presented. But what you don't know is like what's next for her. Uh So that's kind of like the, okay, let's see what happens next
0: type of thing. Are you guys disciplined with like just sticking to one yeah when there's a really juicy cliffhanger do okay you can resist john's pretty
1: like that's kind of always been like john's thing is like (laughs) one episode and that's it like we're not gonna binge watch we're not gonna like go and so Mm -hmm. it's worked out well i mean i like it
0: too because it's fun to like look forward to shows right yeah no that's that's a good point when i was watching the glory though because i was watching it on my own i sometimes watched like yeah two in a row (laughs)
1: Oh my God. If I'm watching shows by myself and I mean, this is actually like more so when I'm traveling, you know, I'll watch like seven episodes of something in a row (laughs) if I'm like really into it. (laughs) And actually when you were talking about the glory and how that's a revenge show, there's a show called revenge. It's quite old now. It came out a while ago, but um, I've watched it twice over now because I loved it so much hence the name it is all about revenge it's so good <laughs> i might watch it a third time
0: now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> I'm, okay I've, I've never heard of it all right all right and what's this next one you've got this is us i feel like i've heard about this one people have talked about this one to me before
1: Yeah, so this next one is kind of like my whole category of the drama shows that I really like. So I've got like, uh, let me see, I have one, two, three shows in this category. This Is Us is one of them, which is this fabulous show that follows the lives of triplets, from like their pa- starts out with their parents and like their parents love story, then goes into like them coming into the world and then follows them all the way into adulthood. And the show is so fantastically produced and written. Every single episode is kind of like jumping forward and then looking back and just the production value of mm-hmm. it is so impressive. The characters are amazing. This show, once an episode, I will cry every episode it's so like emotionally I'm so emotionally invested in it and it does such an amazing job at showing you know not in every single way but in mm-hmm. a lot of ways like real life like real struggles oh. real familial issues and just life issues it presents like a lot of those things so oh my gosh I love that show so much it's actually over now which is
0: a shame but uh, how many how many seasons was it? gosh i think like seven it was a lot oh okay i love that when it feels realistic you know, when yeah the characters feel like okay these are real stories and these are real responses and reactions to situations
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. um and another one that i feel like you watched this too because i do want to say that maybe we chatted about this at one point in time the morning show on apple tv i recognize that
0: one yes yeah. and i remember we did chat about this one yep. yeah i thought it was great i thought it was very different i thought the characters mm-hmm. were you know jennifer anison and reese Witherspoon's characters were different which was really mm-hmm. cool got heavy as well right gotta be heavy towards the
1: end definitely and uh, this is actually one of those shows that i actually for as much as i loved this show we stopped watching it i i never finished it
0: oh you didn't oh, yeah. you should f- oh okay well i won't spoil it because some very big things happened oh really okay maybe i gotta jump back on it it got too heavy for you huh yeah yeah okay well no that's understandable i can see that i can see that we're not we're not gonna do spoilers just in case <laughs> okay anyone's no tuning spoilers. in who wants to check out these shows <laughs> so we have to be really careful um but but yeah i'm with you i thought it was a great show yeah um okay italian shows italian shows okay yeah i do love my um you know world's movies international tv so italian shows are easier for me to watch because i do understand them and i kind of get you know the the context and all of that i watched one that was a recommendation from a girlfriend here uh it's called il processo which translates to the trial so it's another legal drama i you guess like I'm, these i know It was good. It wasn't one of the best shows, but it was definitely, I'd recommend it if someone likes legal dramas and they want to watch an Italian show. I thought the acting was good. Um, I thought there were really good cliffhangers. And the premise is a young, like a teenage girl is found uh, dead and basically we're trying to find who who killed her. And most of the scenes are in the courtroom with the prosecutor and the defense Mm -hmm. and and there. And yeah, I guess why I'd say like, I'm not raving about it as much as other shows. I did think it was a little predictable at times. You know, when you get that sense of like, Oh, I know what the character is going to do. Oh, I know what yeah. this character is all about. You know, acting's good and all of that production value's good. But if the characters are predictable, I feel like the characterization hasn't been done too well. Having said yeah. that, I didn't guess who the killer was. In the end, which I'm not going to reveal. So (laughs) I can say that it was super predictable, but I was surprised at the end. (laughs) (laughs) So not too predictable. Not too predictable. Yeah. Another show that I actually really liked, which was very light, very honestly, like just you can switch your brain off. So if you just want to relax is called Astrological Guide to Broken Hearts. It's another Italian show. I won't read the Italian version of the title. That one was really cute. That one was a 12-part series. The main character, Alice, or Alice um, in Italian, is a production assistant for this TV production house, and she befriends this astrology guru, and she's trying to find her perfect match. She's heartbroken from, you know, failed relationships and all of that, and um, she starts to actually look to the... The zodiac, the stars, for guidance in finding her her perfect match. So very, I would say, I, I don't, you know, I don't believe in astrology. I'm just going to say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but this show was really cute. I liked the acting. I liked that it was set in Turin, so you get to see a bit of Italy and and the city. Yeah. And the, okay, the ending was a little <laughs> disappointing. I'm Aww. really spoiling it now, but. still worth a watch okay i'd say it's still worth a watch i'd still recommend it it is such a shame though when there's such a great show
1: and then the ending kind of falls flat yeah but i can't talk about it because it's a spoiler okay (laughs) you know since you're very into legal dramas have you ever watched the show suits like as in like a suit that you wear Yeah. no isn't that um megan megan markle yeah yeah I actually Um, loved that show. That was a show I picked up and watched on my own. I don't remember if it was John wasn't into it or if I just started watching it when I was traveling, maybe. So like he never really got into it,
0: but I really liked that show. I thought it was good. Okay. I no, I never watched it. I think I saw snippets of it um, when I watched the documentary.
1: Mm, Yeah. It's
0: funny that you mentioned that because one of the shows I stopped watching that I thought was actually really good was The Crown. Did you watch The Crown?
1: Yes. Yes. That's another one that I felt when they switched the characters, I couldn't keep watching it. I Wait, think that in, was like maybe
0: season three. Yeah. I think that's when I stopped as well. Season three. But yeah. I stopped I stopped because of two reasons. After I watched the Harry and Meghan documentary, I got really upset and I was like, okay, I'm not watching this show anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I loved
1: <laughs> the Harry and Meghan documentary and I didn't think I was going to, but mm. I was so impressed and... I just really like them now mm-hmm. and have a whole newfound respect their life and the way that they're living it and i
0: thought that was really well done i agree i agree and so i think we sided with harry and megan and i was like okay now i can't watch the rest of the crown <laughs> so <laughs> no more of the that crown. was one of the that was one of the reasons and then the other reason was the poor casting selection of prince of prince yeah. now king charles like no this mm-hmm. is not believable sorry and that just lowers I and mean, the guy's a great actor but because it's in the context of like trying to be you know a recreation it didn't feel very believable
1: yeah no i totally agree i i, I really enjoyed the first couple seasons of that and then it was a very hard stop for me where i was yeah. like nope can't do this anymore quick side note have you read harry's book I guess it's an
0: autobiography or a sword. in the air yeah 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 i no, what's it called it has a single title i think it's called spare spare that's right yeah. no i haven't read it have you
1: i'm in i'm reading it right now
0: it's Ooh. very good is it
1: yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. i'm really enjoying
0: wow it. you okay you really continued on yeah, carrying uh, carrying it yeah. on yeah Carrying it on okay yeah. well you'll have to let me know how it how it uh, pans out yeah will
1: do Okay, so on the note of Harry and Megan, there are multiple other docu-series that I have absolutely loved and I felt were so well done, and I know that this conversation has actually gone on way longer than we expected it to, so maybe we could just rapid-fire the rest of the shows that we have on our list and we can wrap it up. We will try. (laughs) No promises. Okay, so a few of the docu-series that I have absolutely loved were We Crashed,
0: I think Ah! you watched that as well about WeWork. You actually probably recommended it to me. I'm I'm trying to contain my excitement. Yes, that was a very riveting show. Loved that show. Might have recommended it. I can't remember, but it was after we listened to the podcast. Yeah. Um,
1: Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway were so good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. Love that
0: show. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. Another one was super pumped about it. it.
0: It was the Uber story you've oh. never heard of super pumped no
1: <gasps> that's oh, you your just... guys's next
0: show oh my goodness okay super pumped it's so that... good and there's a spotify yes docu- one as well okay you know I, right. could,
1: I actually started watching the spotify one i couldn't really get into it i didn't mm-hmm. end up finishing it but okay. maybe maybe i just need to give it another chance but super pumped was excellent And then the other one that I thought was really good that I totally did not expect and I'd never heard of this girl before was Inventing Anna.
0: Did you watch that? I did. And I stopped watching it. Oh, you did. But literally just like the last two episodes. And I think it was because, oh, I know how this is going to (laughs) end. That's why I stopped. But I was really hooked as well. Like that was really interesting as well.
1: I loved it. I thought it was a really great show okay i'm excited we get to get to your american shows now
0: (laughs) okay let's bring it a little bit more local for you okay ted lasso i've heard of this i have not watched any episodes yet i think it's one of my all-time favorites now i'm excited to start it then it's on apple tv it is so, so, so good. Premise, an American football coach. He's hired to manage a British soccer team and he doesn't really know a lot about soccer. And um, he's very optimistic. He's very determined. And the characters are just so delightful. It's one of those shows yeah. that is uplifting and optimistic and beautiful and Yes, it's unrealistic in many ways, but I, I forgive all of that. Like, okay, this is unrealistic. This would never happen. There are some traits of the characters that feel very real. A lot of the emotional scenes, a lot of the relationships do feel really real. Yeah i think it's I'm a great excited show to start watching it you might know the actor the main actor is jason i don't know how to say his name Sude- sudeikis sudeikis he's an oh, snl yeah, saturday night yeah, live yeah, actor yeah. okay he's so yeah. good and i love the lady who plays rebecca hannah waddingham i think her name is the acting is great i can't talk enough about how good that show is
1: amazing all right i'm gonna have i will definitely add that to my up next
0: Another one I'm waiting for is severance. We talked about this one. I think severance is another really great one. I think you recommended this to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, on Apple TV. Yeah. So we're waiting for season two of that one. What about you? What what else is on the list?
1: Oh, my, my others are just like my all time favorites. (laughs) Okay, What are those? What are those? Okay. My top three all time favorites, because I just thought of my third one. Friends. Which I still can't believe you haven't watched this, <laughs> Seinfeld. Which I know is a favorite
0: of both of us. For both that's of us, a, that's a mainstay. That's a classic. If we really want to watch something and just like you know kick back for half an hour, just you know take our mind off whatever work or it's been a stressful day. Yeah, you know, a thirty-minute episode of Seinfeld will do the trick.
1: Always. It's a go-to. And then the third one is The Office. I didn't (sighs) write that one down, but I just absolutely love that show. I could watch it over and over and over again. Steve Carell is just,
0: like, so brilliant. I love that show, too. We've definitely seen – probably seen it multiple times. Um, Have you ever watched the original, though, the British – office
1: i've watched i think i watched the first season or maybe i watched the first several episodes of it i couldn't get into it the same way as the american version how about you
0: (laughs) i i love both and i do love the original and over and i have had this discussion before like which one is better and i'm like well you know ricky gervais is probably not everyone's cup of tea yeah and i just have to give you know credit and i think steve carell is an amazing actor and i do think that the american office is you know a fantastic show definitely but i thought the british office was really good too
1: yeah um so i noticed the last show on your list is actually one that i've been watching as well that i think is so hilarious and like just really out of left field for me i my sister recommended it to me and i had no idea what to expect i'd never heard of the show before and i started watching it and i thought wow just like i was saying about um poker face it's just very unique and that is the white lotus
0: oh yeah that was a good one
1: you haven't finished it i haven't finished season the second season yet i think i have like one or two more episodes
0: left we watched it all we finished it really good keep going good it is really good (laughs) it is it doesn't seem like it's gonna be that good of a show yeah. I felt like I was a bit judgy in the beginning. And then I realized, no, this is actually quite layered. This- it's clever. It is clever. And I think that it brings up a lot of just like
1: really serious topics, but in a unique way. Yeah, I agree.
0: I feel like when I see like maybe if I'm scrolling on social, I'm so not in the moment when everyone's watching that. Like I remember when everyone was talking about the White Lotus, like what are they talking about? What is this show? And I ended up, you know, starting to watch that well after it was finished and everyone had talked about the ending and blah 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 so i never feel like and i think you, we can relate like we're never really in the moment of something that everyone's watching right now just because yeah. i don't know it's just that's just the way it's worked out um but um but that's a good one that was a good one
1: yeah Oh, well, Nicole, I know I certainly have several shows that I'm going to add to my list after this chat. So thanks for sharing your fave TV shows. And I hope that our friends enjoyed tuning in and maybe hearing about a show or two that they want to tune into as well. Me too. I've got now my next go to. Yeah. Thanks to you. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, as we close out today's chat on our favorite TV shows, we hope that you've picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. And
0: friends, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app.
1: Until next time.